I often get asked how I manage to find the time or what motivates me to do so much and honestly I'm not sure I have the answer. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me on yet another episode of The Happy Podcast. I am Jocelyn and I am recording it right here in The Happy Hut. Um, today I am speaking to you all about how I stay motivated and how I manage my time and um, how I manage to get it all done. Um, this is something I get like asked about like in a more general basis, like nobody actually messages me and asks for advice, but like people are always like, I just don't know how you do it. And honestly, nor do I. <laughs> I um, I find it a funny one because often if you need motivation to do something, something that you don't really want to do that much or you can't really be that bothered to do it and I never really feel that way about coming out to my shed and crafting because it almost is my reward. If I've had a hard day at work, I come out to my shed and that's my reward. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of like this kind of is my motivation. I think the thing that motivates me most it's the fact that I love everything that I do and I love what I make and I'm so grateful that I'm able to do it and I only make things that I like you know I wouldn't I don't make anything that I wouldn't necessarily either wear some there's some things I've made that I wouldn't wear like I don't particularly like gold so I don't wear many of the gold leaf things or um, leopard print things but I really enjoy making them so it's either a process that I like doing or something that I would wear or something that makes me happy to make, which is a lot easier to um, motivate yourself to do something when it's something you enjoy doing. And I enjoy doing it, so it's great. Um, I don't, it's not, as far as managing my time, I think you've just got to take into consideration like what you want to do. Um, I sometimes feel really guilty because I like coming out to my shed but then I feel like ugh, I've made my I've put this pressure on myself now to get this done and um, but I'm not actually spending any time with my family or I'm not doing anything in that kind of way so then sometimes I feel like I'm not so good at managing my time but um I don't really know what my secret is one thing that I do when I have a lot to do in the day, so like if I have an open day coming up, I obviously don't because of COVID, but when I did have open days and things, if I had one coming up or even my Etsy launches and I have like a weekend, I will actually block out the times that I need to be doing things, if that makes any sense. Um, so I actually, I think it was, I listened to this other podcast called Her Messy Bun, which is some lady I found on TikTok and she's really insightful. Um, she's actually who like inspired me to start up my podcast and um, she also like spoke about how to make podcasts and stuff, which was really good. Anyway, she said about blocking your day out. So like you write a to-do list of things you need to do. And if you roughly know how long you take it takes you, that's great. If you don't, I would maybe wait until you have a better understanding of how long these things take you um, because it can be kind of tricky to gauge it and then if you gauge it wrong it kind of messes up the schedule but basically if I say right it's Sunday I've got the whole day to do whatever I like I'm gonna have a lion so I'm not gonna go to my shed till half nine I will put on my phone an alarm for half past nine and then so I go I know that once I get out to my shed it'll probably take me a minute to faff about and turn on the heater and put on the light or whatever um, so then I will think about what I need to do so sometimes you can do this the night before and set all of your alarms the night before or you can set it that morning 
So you write out your to-do list. So the first thing I need to do is I need to cut off all of the um, threads for my bandanas. That will take me half an hour. So I will block in half an hour. Then I need to sand some earrings. That might take me three hours. It really does take a long time. Whew. And then um, I can block that in. But if it's something that's really long, you might want to block in a break or two. Um, and then you might want to say, right, okay, now I've done that, I need to package orders. That will take me 20 minutes. Um, so basically what you do is you're going to go into your phone or whatever alarm you have, like device with an alarm on it, and you're going to put in those times. So from quarter past nine until quarter to ten, I am going to trim the bandanas. So I put the first alarm, I label it, start trimming bandanas. The next alarm stop and then the next I put an alarm maybe five minutes after that so I can give myself a five minute break and on that time I will maybe go make a coffee or I will go on my phone but in the time that I am blocked in you feel the time pressure and it makes me work faster and a lot more efficiently because quite often I find myself scrolling through TikTok for about five hours when I should have been <laughs> making making something so um, that is a really good method that I use. I don't actually use it all that often because most of the time it's just stuff I want to do and I just do it when I'm doing it. But that is a good method if you have a lot to do and you don't really know how to do it. And then it's also like it encourages you. I remember when I was in school and I used to do timed um, exam practices. All oh, the anxiety they used to give me but it definitely like made me work a lot more efficiently because I used to be like right so I have to if I'm going to do this exam practice it's going to take me an hour 40 so once I do that if I'm going to revise before I do that practice I will need to start it by then before that happens or before it's tea time or whatever so then I would like settle in like a half hour time frame for me to do my studying and then I would get that done a lot quicker so you don't have to like just apply it to like your business or whatever just anything in life I think I will need it if I ever move out and have to clean my house because I was cleaning my room yesterday and I decided to scrub my floor and I literally hated every minute of it. <laughs> I felt it was going to be a satisfying job but I did not enjoy it and I kept procrastinating it. Like I would do like one bit and then I'd like sit and be like ugh, I can't be bothered. So having like actual time pressures and set alarms to remind you right actually now you need to you should have done that by now it's not done you have to come back to that now because you were faffing about on your phone it's really helpful um but the motivation comes in itself when you're doing something you enjoy and i am really lucky because i enjoy all aspects of my um of my job and my hobby so the motivation is just there Sometimes the motivation to get out of bed can be hard because I like my bed and it's cosy. But there's nothing I can tell you about that. You just have to do it. <laughs> just have to bite the bullet and be cold for like five seconds until your body adjusts to not having a duvet. Um, yeah, I feel like that's all of the wisdom I can really pass on how I manage to stay motivated and um, that kind of thing. And you guys really motivate me, like knowing, oh, you know what, if I make that today or if I, that person, I know that person really likes cats, so I'm going to make a cat bandana or I'm going to make cat pair of earrings. It then like 
totally boosts me for the day like having a person in my head of who's gonna who might like them it usually doesn't work out usually that person doesn't actually buy them or whatever but it's like when you know you're following quite well and your um supporters really well you can like kind of gauge what you think they'll like and then it makes it so much more fun to make things because you're like oh they're gonna like this or oh i want to make that because i've got this new top and i want to match it up i think the motivation just comes i also have i'm i have the bonus of the fact that i don't have to do this like i pick my stress and when it comes to my shade i pick whether or not i want to um do that today and like i obviously sometimes i feel pressure um to like put new things out or get on with what I've like if I posted it on my story and I've still not glued the glue, glued the backs on and it can take can take a long time now because I've got this new glue um, that takes an hour to dry and then I no not an hour 24 hours to dry and then I always use polymer liquid polymer clay on the backs as well over the glue um, to make sure they're really sturdy so then I have to cook that and then I have to varnish them and if I've not done that and I posted it on my story I sometimes feel the pressure of like they're waiting because they know I've made them and I've not put them out yet because they're nowhere near ready but like I don't have to make money from this business so I don't have the pressure of financial pressure on me and I also like if I if something goes wrong I know that I can say do you know what this was actually a disaster I'm really sorry Oh, and speaking of disasters, this is something I really want to speak about on my podcast because I spoke about it in my last one about how I was really excited and um, something's changed. So in my last podcast or maybe two podcasts ago, I spoke about um, some Disney and Pixar and Harry Potter fabrics I had that I was going to use to make some bandanas and I was really excited about it. I absolutely loved them. So pleased with the outcome. I posted them on Facebook and Instagram to say that they were going to be released that weekend or whatever. And some very lovely lady who felt so bad for doing it messaged me to tell me that it's actually not okay to sell them. Um, because Disney fabrics are licensed and um, licensed fabrics you can only use um, if you're making yourself something. So um, I can give them away, I can't sell them. Um, so I'm just deciding what to do with them now and I'm, I I was kind of gutted at first but then I just felt so silly like I just felt so ridiculous that I thought it would be okay because I know that Disney are really like picky and really strict and that's why I was so surprised that I could find so much Disney fabric so freely and a lot of it had like a little Disney logo in it so I thought because it had a logo I mean it was okay because people knew that it wasn't me who made those characters anyway I'm glad I was told. The lady was like telling me horror stories of people she knew that had like done something with a Disney fabric and they got sued so hard they're like they lost their house or sh and stuff. I was like, oh my god. So I was glad she told me. Absolutely gutted though, but like I knew if I made earrings and I made like two two mice <laughs> that looked like Mickey and Minnie Mouse, I couldn't say that they were Mickey and Minnie. I would have to say that they were. Um, a black mouse and a black mouse with a bow I knew that because um, they own the rights to those characters and um, I don't have any rights over those characters um, so 
yeah it just felt really silly that was kind of the worst feeling was just feeling totally ridiculous for thinking that I would ever be okay to do that um so yeah mistakes do happen I'm glad I remember to speak about it on this podcast just because I wanted to make clear to any listeners that might not follow me on Instagram and have seen me um, say about that that it is not okay to use Disney fabrics and you can get in a lot and lot of trouble if you do use Disney fabrics so please don't um yeah so that's another thing that should um encourage motivation in the creative industry is that um everybody makes mistakes everybody no matter how many years you've been in the business i mean i've only been making bandanas two years but um well not even two years yet but nearly which is quite exciting um but yeah everyone makes mistakes so don't let it discourage you when you do make a mistake um (coughs) i still make regularly make mistakes when it comes to like applying the backs of earrings and stuff and cooking my clay for the right amount of time so much more technical than you expect when you start working with clay um and everyone's like oh you need to get an oven timer and um not an oven timer an oven temperature thingy and all of this I was like oh my god it's so stressful and like I don't even know which is right my oven or my oven um thermometer I never really know how long you're supposed to cook it because the clay says for uh, half an hour and then people on TikTok are like no you need to cook it for two hours and then some people are saying that your clay should be really bendy and it's like a durability check thing and my clay only goes bendy if I cook it really thin or actually I recently started working with Sculpty Primo transparent clay for something really cool that I was doing and um, it went bendy when I cooked it so much as I love TikTok maybe I shouldn't listen to all of the things it tells me because it just stresses me out sometimes um but yeah everyone's learning so let that be a motivation to you so I hope that that has helped you in some kind of way and how to manage your time and how to stay motivated so here we are at this part of the episode where I introduce to you one of my favorite small businesses um so this small business is run by the lovely sophie and me and sophie were both students last year um she was doing hnc and i was doing asvq and um she's really lovely kind of like our time got cut short because of the pandemic so i don't really know sophie that well but i know that she is lovely and i was i've followed her business for a while i do this with a lot of small businesses where i follow them and don't actually know who it is so when I found out it was Sophie, I was so delighted because I absolutely love her stuff. Sophie makes a variety of things. She makes a lot of resin crafts. So she started off with keyrings and then recently has started making earrings as well. And she's also just started making some wax melts. So she's very versatile in what she makes and um, all of it looks very beautiful. Her business name is Orkney Elysian. Um, so let's hear from Sophie. The first question I asked her is, why did you start your small business? So I started my small business in November of 2020, but I actually began making resin crafts back in May last year. During the first lockdown, I was working in a supermarket and doing my HNC, but once I'd finished my studies, 
I was just working and coming home, you know, no one could see each other. And I just, I needed a hobby. So that's when I started making resin crafts. But I just kind of did it on and off, you know, here and there, never felt like it. And it wasn't until about September that I decided I did want to make a small business out of it and kind of take the hobby somewhere. So I did my research, you know, started making more things and then decided to set up my small business in November. And it has been great. I've been so overwhelmed by the support I've received. That was lovely to hear from Sophie. I think a lot of people found um, the lockdown as a time to really, like, um, immerse themselves in new hobbies and learn new skills. So that's really good to know. Um, the next question I have is, what is your favourite thing about having a small business? It is so difficult to choose just one favourite thing about having a small business because the whole experience is honestly amazing. You know, being in the small business community itself is so lovely. Everyone is so friendly. And being your own boss, you know, I find it so good that it's such a flexible thing. You know, you can choose when you make things. You can choose what you sell. And just kind of the control you have over it is really lovely. But I would say that my personal favourite thing is having the work appreciated. You know, every time someone shares your work or comments on it or purchases and shares it, you know, it's just, it makes you feel so good about yourself because you've put your time and effort into that and people are really appreciating it. And I would just say it's such a lovely part of having a small business. Yes, I absolutely could not agree more with that. I absolutely love knowing that people enjoy my products and I can tell you for sure that I think yours are stunning. So the last question I have for Sophie is what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given or would give someone? The best piece of advice I have been given about having a small business is to just go for it and put yourself out there. I think it's so easy to hold yourself back and be afraid to do something but you've just got to go for it and you'll love every moment of it. You know I wish I took that advice sooner and put myself out there sooner but honestly, it's stuck with me. And, you know, every time I think about making a product and I kind of hum and har about it, I always just remember that, that you just have to go for it. And honestly, if you want to start a small business, do it because you will love it. Oh, Sophie, that is so lovely. I absolutely agree with that. Putting yourself out there and just going with what you feel is right is always so beneficial. And, like, if you make a product that you love, People are going to love that so much more than if it's a product you thought was going to be popular. So that is such great advice. And I also feel I should say here that having my own small business has like boosted my confidence so much. It has really made me feel so capable and so confident to share myself as well as my products with everyone. Um, so I hope that other small businesses find that too. And there's so many benefits to having a small business or even a hobby that you share with people because that validation you get on a daily basis of people either liking, commenting, purchasing is so amazing. So you're so right. Just put yourself out there and you won't regret it. Thank you so much to you, Sophie, for joining us um, in this episode. It was really lovely to hear from Sophie in Orkney, Elysian. She is on Facebook and Instagram and Etsy, so please go and check her out. I'll be tagging her on my Instagram and Facebook posts as per usual, so please go and look at all of the wonderful things she makes and let's give Sophie some love. You've made it to the part where I answer your questions, but before we get too started, 
I want to ask a question to you guys. Does anyone know why Instagram is doing that funny thing where if you put that questions box up on your Instagram story, when people respond it only comes up in your notifications and not under the story and then you can't share it onto your story it says it's something to do with the eu but i'm so confused so if anyone can help please tell me why that's happening the question i am answering today is what do i do in my spare time <laughs> so i am thinking that this means like when i'm not in my shade because that is what i do in my spare time my in my head my spare time is the time that i'm not at work like at my actual job um so uh yeah that's what i do is i come to my shade but when i'm not in my shade or i am not at work um i eat a lot i really like eating um usually chocolate and i usually watch a lot of netflix while eating that chocolate and quite often i like do a random craft so like I have what I call inside crafts and outside crafts. My outside crafts are actually just in my shade. So they're still inside, but they're not inside my house. <laughs> so like, if there's something new I want to try or um, a classic indoor craft for me is when I take all of my scrunchy like tubes, when I sew them into tubes and I take them into the house with me and I put elastic in all of my scrunchies while watching Netflix. Um, or like I will sometimes paint. I do enjoy painting. I'm not the best painter, but I really do enjoy painting. It's quite um, relaxing for me. Sometimes it's relaxing, right? Sometimes painting is so relaxing and sometimes it's so stressful because nothing goes right and then it makes you so mad. I also, in my spare time, I burn a lot of candles. I love candles. It's my classic evening, right? I come home from work. Maybe come home from work, gone out to my shed, packages through a few orders and that's me done. I'm too tired to like create anything. And I don't have any pressure to create and things, doesn't matter. Um, I will come in, I'll have tea, and I will go and I will sit through, I will put on some cosy clothes, I will get under my weighted blanket. If you don't have a weighted blanket, you are missing out massively. Get under my weighted blanket with my all my cushions behind me, and I'll put on something a classic like Friends or Gilmore Girls or I've actually watched Suits like three times I would love to watch Grey's Anatomy but I need to get Amazon Prime because it was on Sky for a while and then they just took it off I was like season 11 so invested in Grey's Anatomy they just took it off so I watched like some kind of you know thing like that I think I've rewatched Gossip Girl like twice as well Riverdale classic anything really on Netflix um, I probably have watched it especially when I didn't have my shed and I used to craft in my bedroom I would always have Netflix on in the background now I have a podcast on in the background um but yeah in my spare time I <laughs> I usually think about what I would do if I was not having some spare time like what what could I do next? What kind of earrings will I make next? What will I do? I watch TikTok a lot. I spend a lot of time just scrolling through TikTok. I also really like scrolling through Etsy. I don't usually, well, I probably do usually buy something every time I scroll through, which isn't that be isn't the best. But um, like sometimes I just type in a random thing. Like I could just type in like cats. See what comes up, and then you like find so many new small businesses, and then I always go and follow them. I love them. I recently, actually just this morning, found, oh, I got this lovely jumper that I absolutely love. It's like pink and it's got a rainbow on it. It says, have a nice day. And then on the sleeves, it's got embroidery too. And I found it on Etsy and I absolutely love it. 
and somebody asked me about it and I thought I'd already followed them on Instagram but I obviously hadn't somebody asked me about it so I tagged the people then I realised I weren't following them so then I went and followed their page and I found so many new lovely jumpers that aren't on their Etsy so danger to my bank account but yeah I'm, I'm quite like I'm quite old in my head I just like to sit down and craft or watch Netflix or eat or online shop <laughs> that's really sad <laughs> oh I mean I do spend quite a lot of time with my family and like I go out for lunch with my sister sometimes and she's she had a baby in lockdown in April so she's nearly one now and um, so I spend time with my baby niece and my mum so I still live at home so I'm always doing up to something um yeah I don't like this is my spare time is crafting and being in my shade and then if I'm not in my shade I'm pro probably having a nap I do that quite a lot in my spare time too oh I need to stop speaking I sound so boring I mean I'm so interesting what else do I do <laughs> oh dear it's, it's the honest truth though I love um my spare time being spent in my shade and crafting and like filming this recording this podcast right now is so fun today so today's a sunday so it's spare time the whole day is spare time um so i got up kind of late i always oh, i should have said this in the first bit what motivates me is i always put on makeup and do my hair at the weekend it makes me feel like i'm going somewhere and i'm doing something especially since lockdown started and like when i was working at home a lot in the first lockdown and when i started working at home again more recently now um, I would always still get up and probably get more dressed up than if I was actually going to work um, just to make me feel like I'm ready for the day so I did that and then I had um, some breakfast and just had a slow dander out to my shed came and wrapped some orders like took some photos changed the listing on Etsy um, and now I'm gonna tidy up my shed so that's kind of what I do in my spare time that's kind of what an average spare time day would look like just crafting sorting I'm quite like if I start one thing I'll just leave the other thing somewhere else so I'm quite like an untidy person um, <laughs> so I spend then have to spend quite a lot of time tidying up after myself too um, I'm really outing myself here I think I need to stop speaking <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on this fun episode of the Happy Podcast. I really enjoyed filming today's one. It's made me laugh um, thinking about lots of different things. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Please go and check out Sophie's links and um, see you next time. Bye.